Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Greetings, Palazzo Pals. I wanted to give you another heads up for this episode. Deary couldn't make it. It was a last-second thing. So I had to do the mock draft on my own while trying to produce and host the show. And I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to give you guys some insight to understand why the show might not be as useful and organized and clear to you as an audio listener as I would have liked it to have been. So that's all. Just want to let you know it's a mock draft, and some people showed up, and we tried to make the best of it. But it was really chaotic, and it wasn't ideal. And it was also our very first time doing one on the show. So we'll get it better next time, and hopefully StreamYard won't screw me again because I couldn't bring up the live stream to share on StreamYard for the first time ever using that web-based app. Anyways, I'm probably just taking this way too seriously and being too nitpicky. I'm sure it'll be fine. So enjoy this latest edition of the Palazzo Podcast and get ready for more next week because baseball's ramping up and we are stoked. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the city of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. That's great, it starts with a handshake. Pens and papers and no shame. Jay Bruce is not afraid. Eye of the hurricane, listen to yourself, Get ready for Palazzo Podcast History as we give you our first ever mock draft show. Version 1.0. Fantasy baseball season for 2022 is ramping up into high gear, and you need to show how smart you are to everybody else by doing a mock draft. What better way to show what you know and who you like this year than to get into a mock draft with no stakes whatsoever? I could not think of a more entertaining way to spend an evening. So settle in for the first mock draft, minus Deary. It's Govier only for this one. We'll give it to you straight, talk a little bit about the latest free agent signings, and continue the mystery of why the Rockies do what they do. It's going to be a doozy, and you're going to love every minute of it, because this is a fantastic episode of the Palazzo Podcast. Take it away, boys! Yeah, so, hi everybody, I'm Michael Govier, I do this show, it's called the Hey, It's Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, hey. Utah, give me two. Wells, two Z's, you may be familiar with that old adage, Deary kind of fucked me tonight, there's really no way to hide that or explain it, he just said he blew it and he can't make it, so, (laughs) ha ha ha, I bet he's probably drunk and he's watching Mark Madness and he doesn't 
Bealey could do the show. So here I am by myself. We're supposed to do a mock draft, which was advertised, and people have signed up for it. Of course, mock drafts are free, so it's not like anything is lost, and it doesn't cost him anything, but... Yeah, it's just me. I could have called off the show. Like, he literally just told me this a few minutes ago. Here's the text. that says, me, no. Bad Fred, me, am. I think he's shit-faced. St. Patrick's Day. It's March Madness. And we do the shows on Thursdays because it's better for him. Damn it! Anyways, I'm not going to let it ruin the good times. I know, people are shocked. A lot of people right now can't believe what they're seeing. Because you are absolutely 100% right in everything that you're saying. So, life goes on. And I would like to... Oh, Jeff says, I will replace him! Hello, Jeff Whiteley. Good to see you. I would love to have you join this mock draft. I'm going to put it in the live chat here. I don't know how to get rid of him, though. What if... This is the problem. Some reason I can't remove him... From the mock draft. If anybody knows how to do that, that would be fantastic. I would really appreciate that on Fantasy Pros. Otherwise, I guess his picks will just go by and we'll watch it happen, and that will be that. But either way, it's the Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's on Twitter. Utah, give me two. You can join us anytime with the Discord, the Patreon. We're growing. We're expanding. we got good things happening. Despite Deary's fuck up here, we have a lot to offer you. The season is here. We saw Bobby Dahlbeck go yard today. Was that cool as shit or what? I really loved it. It was really exciting to see baseball in real time right in my face. I loved it. Bill says, let's ride, Clyde. Bill signed up for the mock draft. Thank you, Bill. I really appreciate the effort, by the way. We don't normally do mock drafts. In fact, we've never done one on the show ever. But we thought... You know, just because it's not big in our world, I don't do mock drafts. I'm not a regular mocker. It's just not my thing. But I do realize a lot of people enjoy them and they provide insight into what people are thinking. What am I thinking? Why am I choosing certain players? I think people want to know that. They want to know why Deary would do that. And it also gets a chance for all of us to provide each other with feedback about players and discuss things. So... I figured let's do a mock draft. Let's take a chance. Take a chance, take a ticket, take a ticket, take a take a chance on me. So that's why we did this. And you know what? Good on us for trying. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. That's the Deary Anthem right now. He's staying away. <laughs> He's very clearly staying away from the show. But I'm really proud of us for moving forward. Thanks for being with me live on the show. I really appreciate that. There's a lot to me, guys. Thank you all. Gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Because without you guys, the show sucks. And when we're alone, it's a lot harder to do a show. But I think I can carry the show by myself. I was born for it. Why? Why, Why? dude? Why? (laughs) Matthew Z. What's up, Manny? Matthew says, we all on Central Time tonight, boys. Well, that's fine by me. I am on... Eastern time. And a lot of people get this mixed up. They don't realize that Michigan is in the Eastern time zone. It's true. Check it out. Although I think there might be one part of the Upper Peninsula, way over there, way on the west side. It's basically Wisconsin. The west Upper Peninsula of Michigan, it's Wisconsin. It's Canada. It's hardly Michigan. But I think one of the edges of that Upper Peninsula are on Central time. 
Anyways, who cares? Why am I talking about this? Plaza Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Plaza Podcast. Protemail.com. Sign up for the Discord, guys. It's bumping. We're rocking and rolling. Matthew says, I have failed. You have not failed, Matthew. You're my man. You're my prospects. You know what? I should have you on the prospect show. I've had a rough week, I guess, with this podcast because Deary didn't show up tonight and uh, Phil had to bail last minute, last minute on Tuesday. So I guess nobody wants to pod with me this week, which is okay. I also realize life happens. I'm I'm joking. I'm saying this stuff in jest. I get it. I'm not being harsh on them. I mean, I, we've all had times where we had to bail. So if I didn't understand that, I would be the biggest hypocrite in America, maybe the world. Seriously. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Trying to fill the Plaza Invitational, guys. We have five leagues. I'm currently in League 5 right now, and we're drafting. In fact, I'll show you guys what I'm working on. I think we're in round 28-ish. Remember, it's a 50-round do-or-die draft and hold. No fab, so there's no extra commitment beyond that. You don't have to worry about that. Jasper says, all good, bro. Good to see you tonight. Can't chat. But we'll listen while I adjust a canooter valve for the wife. A canooter valve. Canooter valve. I notice sometimes when I do the show, I feel like there's extra spit in my mouth. And I don't normally talk that way. You guys notice that? Let me know in the comments. Uh, I'm willing to take criticism. Bill says, if you can't be with the ones you love, love the ones you're with. Love the ones you're with. Yeah, a little Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I'm down with that. All right, so it looks like we've got one, two, three, four individuals beyond Deary who are in this mock draft. I'm going to call last call right now. If you're here live and you want to join the mock draft, I just put it in the live chat. It's a Fantasy Pros mock draft. You can jump in, 12-team, 5-by-5, standard issue, 30-second clock, so it should move really quick. I don't want it to take too long. We might not even do the whole fucking thing. I just want to do some of it and get an idea of, What's going on out there? I mean, we had all this other stuff planned for the show. I was going to talk about free agent moves, and I guess I could do that. Uh, Zach Grinky back in Kansas City. Actually, I should do this right. I should do this proper. We have protocol on this show. We follow a script. So I want to remind you, we're filling League 6 of the Palazzo Podcast Invitational. 50-round draft and hold. All you got to do is set lineups in season. We had four leagues last year. So if we get League 6 filled, that'll be a Big boon for us. That's two additional leagues. That's growth. To me, that's tangible, positive change in the right direction. So I want to fill League 6. Go to the Twitter handle, Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Utah. Z's. Give me two. The link is in the bio. Ready and waiting. Also, I'm going to Vegas, baby. Vegas. That's right. I am going to be heading out to Las Vegas next weekend, a week from tomorrow. Jasper, two L's, two Z's. My main man. Jasper, you're always there with the commentary. I love it. Thank you, brother. And it's good to see you. I want you to know that. But yeah, I'm off to Vegas, man. It's like swingers. I'm going to be living it up with anybody else who makes it out there. We got the main event draft, the NFBC's main event. Last year, I did it online. Finished in third place in my league. First year ever playing the main event. Want that to be clear. I know I'm a loud bozo. (laughs) I entertain people. (laughs) But I also know my shit. I know what I'm doing here. And sometimes I can get lost, I think, in translation. But I love fantasy baseball. I love competing. And I can't wait to get out to Vegas, go head-to-head with the best in the biz. Big-time money at stake. There's also the Midnight Madness Draft that's run by Mike the Mouth, who, you know, Mike the Mouth is a guy who 
think he lives on this, hmm, how should I say, this reputation as being a real asshole or something. Like, oh, he's hardcore. He don't take no shit. And he's real bottom line. He's all business. That's true. He is all business. If you've ever drafted with Mike the Mouth in a slow draft, he is on everybody. There's nobody that gets ignored by Mike the Mouth. When you're up, he's going to tell you right away. He's going to text you. He's going to contact you through a DM and tell you, hey, you're on the clock. Let's go, brother. So I actually commend that, and I appreciate the intensity there. But, you know, Mike's also a really good guy. He's a good human being, and I know that from personal experience. Trust me. I'm not trying to blow up his spot and make him look softer than he likes to appear to be because, you know, everybody's got their uh, roles, their games they play. You're one person in real life. You play a character online. We have avatars, right? We all like to play around and have some fun, experiment with roles and who we are and who we aren't. So I get that. But Mike the Mouth, in my personal experience, has shown me a generosity, kindness, and empathy. And he doesn't show that on Twitter, but he's a good dude, at least in my experience. Again, some people don't always agree with them, and he rubs people the wrong way. That's an issue between you two. I'll leave myself out of it. So I'm excited about Vegas and Mike the Mouth Sweet and the Friday Night Party and that draft, the Midnight Madness draft, will be intense. I'm really looking forward to that. I won't be drunk like everybody else, so I'm really feeling like I got a chance to take advantage of these drunk fools. It will be Midnight Pacific time, though. 3 a.m. my time, so it's going to be a little later, but I'm a late night owl. Always have been. I'm not afraid of that. Bring it on, I say. Let's do it. Because you are absolutely 100% right in everything that you're saying. Yeah, you're damn straight. And sure, Mike the Mouth gets angry, but he's a sweetheart too. And I just want people to remember that about him. We all get a little pissed off sometimes, and we like to have fun with it. And I think Mike has a lot of fun with it. As long as he doesn't hurt people, I'm down with it. Sometimes I get like I'm angry when I'm excited, okay? Thanks, Bill. Bill says, good luck in Vegas. I'm going to need it, but I feel good. Patrick, what up? P. Patrick Ryan. Hey, by the way, Patrick. Which handle are you in the Discord? I've been trying to figure out which one is you. There's a lot of people who have joined the Discord recently, and there are all these different names that don't tell me who they really are. And I feel like I know a lot of them, but based on the handles, I have no clue. Such as, uh, let's see, like Ben Brown. Ben, showing up. He's a regular listener to the show. Shout out to Ben. He's a good man. His handle on the Discord channel is Ben Brown. I know, shocking, right? It's really simple and easy to understand. Then there's another guy called Stum Donor, which is a reverse, an inverse of Dumb Stoner. Great name, by the way. I think it's really funny. Uh, show up to win. Uh, Kodiak Killer. Jiggy Nits. Uh, Powder Rats with a Z. Like, how am I supposed to know who that is? I have no clue who these people are. Russell W is Russell Withers. I know who that is. That makes sense to me. I just tried to clarify what's going on in the Discord. Who are you, people? Who are you? <laughs> okay, so let me know in the Discord, and you can be in that Discord anytime. It's free, but there are bonuses for the Patreon members with exclusive channels related to player analysis, prospects, first-year player draft. Oh, you are Powder Rats. I See, I thought you might be Powder Rats, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Good to know. Phil, what's up, Phil? Bill Carl in the house. He says, good luck in Vegas. It is an auction. Sorry I'm late. That's fantastic. Uh, I will not be in the auction. I wish I was in the auction, but not this year. I think next year will be my time. Joey, what's up, Joey? Joey Ricotta says, good luck. You got this. 
You guys are always very supportive. I support you. That's what we do on the Palazzo Podcast. Woo. I'm talking a lot because I got to carry the show. It's intense, isn't it? So the Vegas trip will be exciting. I'm going to have videos and stuff. I'm going to respect the code of Vegas. Okay, I'm not a dumbass. I know how it works. I've been to Vegas four or five times. So I know that people like to have their secret lifestyles in Vegas while they do things that their wives or their husbands would be like, oh, my God. Yeah, there'd be a lot of stunned uh, crowds, right? But that's okay. I'm going to keep it real. But I will provide updates when it's appropriate with videos. Look, you know, get you guys like you're there. Give you the feeling like you're actually in Las Vegas. Living it up. Good times, right? And I want to make sure I provide that to all of you. Cheers. Cheers to you. Absolutely. So Vegas next weekend. Looking forward to that. And I want to remind you, the YouTube channel, we're growing. We continue to get more subs. Please sub the YouTube channel. Five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You know the drill. You're not dumb. You're not blind. You know how it works. Five stars. Subscribe. Follow. Two L's, two Z's. What else do I got to tell you? I do want to shout out Reliever Recon. Reliever Recon is a great, great Patreon. It's totally worth your time because they have a crew of people and their sole purpose, their sole reason for living is to talk about relief pitching and provide you value in fantasy. How could you go wrong there? Right? So I really want to push it. Greg Jewett runs it. You also got good people like uh, Aaron Pags and Nate, my guy, who sent me this lovely card up here, uh, Nate Markham. These guys know relief pitching. And with all the constant shuffling, closers, setup men, swing men, long relievers, uh, high leverage relievers who aren't closers, yada, yada, yada. All of that is important information that you have to decipher and you need somebody or a crew of people like reliever recon to give you access that's a shout to reliever recon for russell right there okay so making you aware of this oh charlie's here what's up charlie hey charlie flynn my oregon man my main man in oregon good to see you brother crushing vegas no doubt we'll see about that anybody else going to be in vegas let me know in the live chat I did put this link for the mock draft. Last call here. We're going to start the mock draft in a couple minutes. Last call. Last call. I'm putting it out on Twitter. Share it with Twitter people. We still have one, two, three, four, five. We got six spots, six or seven spots we could still fill. Otherwise, it'll just be the computer, which I guess is fine. But if somebody wants to participate, I'd love to get feedback from actual human beings as opposed to bots. That's just my opinion. What do you guys think? All right, either way. We've got a lot of movement. we got a lot of excitement brewing here. Baseball was played today. Did you see some of the scores? Did you see the home runs? Bobby Dalbeck went yard. That's cool. The Red Sox destroyed the Twins 14-1. to That's fun. That's a good time. And we saw a couple other games that were of note. Uh, Byron Buxton had a hit. He struck out. That's exciting. The Twins didn't do much offensively. The Red Sox did all the damage. And on the Twins side, not really anybody of note who pitched that I was really excited about today so I wouldn't sweat that but the Red Sox offense is gonna be good this year we already know that who's gonna be the guys like Jaron Duran let off today which I really like to see he was one for three score to run I've been targeting Jaron Duran later in drafted holds and deeper drafts because he's going around pick 400 and there was a lot of hype for him as a prospect who would impact redraft leagues in 2021 but I'm not hearing that this year so did Duran get worse? Did something happen that I wasn't told about? Did I miss a memo? I mean... Because you are absolutely 100% right in everything that you're saying. That's true. I am. 
Uh, Patrick says, I get in Vegas super early on Thursday. Patrick, you going to be there? Sweet, dude. Yes. Hell yeah. Oh, man, dude, that is exciting news. I'm going to get to meet so many people I've wanted to meet in person. Finally. That is cool. That is very, very cool. Matthew Z is in? Yes. Thank you. Charlie signed up. Matthew Z, thank you guys. Okay. Well, we got a good crew here. We got a solid crew of peeps. It doesn't have to be totally full. I'll take what we can get. I'm grateful for it. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for doing that. We'll start the mock draft momentarily. Uh, Zach Greinke in Kansas City. So he goes back to where it all begins, which is very exciting. Wait, I'm not doing the show in proper order. Do I have to hit the leading off button? Does that matter to you guys? Uh, I don't know. Matthew says, got to support. Thank you, Matthew. I'll support you, too. What can I do for you, Matthew Z? I will do it. Please let me know. Yeah, buddy. That's right, Patty. Very, very good. Cheers. Uh, you know. I feel like Zach Greinke in Kansas City, it's nice to go home, but I wouldn't be too excited about it. Kansas City looks like they're really trying to put something together this season, which I admire. They got rid of Mike Miner and brought in Zach Grinky. That's a net benefit. The Jacob Junis days are over. He's in San Francisco, by the way, Mr. Junis. And he's a tantalizing pitcher. Junis has teased a lot of us. and We've all streamed. You haven't lived, any of you, until you've streamed. Jacob Junis, at least once in a fantasy baseball season. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, I'm not. Because you are absolutely 100% right in everything that you're saying. Yeah, I know I am. I'm a, I'm a big boy now. Look at me. I'm all grown up and I'm talking and doing my own show by myself. Front seat, mom. I sit in the front seat now. <laughs> That's right. I sit in the front seat now. I'm a big boy. Look at me. I can sit in the front seat. Okay, uh, last call of the mock draft. Two minutes left. We're going to start this thing. Two minutes. Two minute warning. Two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Uh, let's get into leading off. Hey, all right. So covering free agency, what moves stand out to you guys? Let me know in the live chat here, which you guys are always welcome to be a part of at any given moment. Was there a move that you've seen that you're shaking your head at. If you're saying no, then you haven't been paying attention because Chris Bryant going to the Rockies, certainly a head scratcher and a head shaker. A scratcher and a shaker. That's two. That's right. Give me two. Utah. Utah. Give me two. Nolan Arenado's the third baseman. You got him locked up for a long time. Bigger contract, fatter contract than what Bryant got. Sure. But I know they've had GM changes there. And there's front office shuffle going on in Colorado. And they're just total bozos anyways. We do know that about our good old friends there in Denver. Would you rather have Bryant or Arenado? And there's actually two different reasons I ask this. One is from a pure baseball perspective. Would you rather have Chris Bryant at third at the hot corner or Nolan Arenado right now this year? But from a fantasy perspective, which would you rather have? I think there's two different answers for each question. Arenado's a gold glover. You can't compete with that. Bryant's a solid athlete, a solid defender who could play all over, really, outfield and third base and more. But I think in real life, real life, I'm going with Arenado. But in fantasy, I'm going Chris Bryant. And the main winning caveat, the key component for why I would choose Chris Bryant is because, well, you play at Coors Field. I mean, who would want the benefit of crushing the ball in that gorgeous mountain air? I mean, there's nothing like Coors Field in the summertime, right? 
Coors. There it is. We haven't played the Coors drop in a while, so it's been a long time. Do it. I really feel good when I hit that Coors button. Coors. Last call of the mock draft, by the way. One more minute. We're going to start this, puppy. One more minute. Diddle-loo, diddle-loo. But Chris Bryant, to me, his value goes up a bit because of the park. And that's it. And it's also the reason why I avoided Herman Marquez this year. Herman Marquez has been readily available a few times in drafts for me, and he falls and falls and falls. But I look at the division. I look at the NL West, and I just could not bring myself to go with Herman Marquez. I can't trust it. So Bill says, what the fuck are the Rockies doing? It's chaos. It's, it's a confusing lineage of moronic bozos shuffling in and out of that Rockies front office. You know, I love Colorado. I always have a soft spot in my heart for Colorado. This right here is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado. Damn right. I used to work at Coors Field. I worked at Coors Field in 2011. I was a supervisor. I ran concession stands like six at a time. I was running all over that motherfucker, up and down the basement, coming back up. There's rats in the basement. We're bringing up giant bags of popcorn. We got to get more hot dogs and pretzels. And I got to do an inventory at the end of the night. So when the game would end, I would be there until two, three in the morning while we wait for every single inventory to come in on each individual concession stand. It was madness. It was... A lot of fun to be there at night, though, even though I had to wait forever. Sitting there, 2 a.m., nobody's in a stadium. You got it all to yourself. I could, I sat right down there, sat right by the dugout. It was very cool. And though I wouldn't recommend working at a baseball stadium again, if you are retired and getting old, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. I think it's pretty cool if you got nothing else going on and you don't really care about making a good wage, too. Matthew Z says, could he not be an outfielder there? Well, Sure. I saw somebody post on Twitter today saying Chris Bryant is going to cost Ramel Tapia his job now. That Tapia will be the odd man out, not Sam Hilliard. Garrett Hampson's already on the bench from what I can gather. Chris Bryant's definitely going to play. So if you start to look at the classic game of musical cheers, which we've seen time and time and again in Colorado, they just always have a plethora of position players, and it's really frustrating. This right here right. is a silver bullet yeah, all silver the bullet. way from Colorado. Colorado. Baby Billy. Love Righteous Gemstones. Hey, if you love the Righteous Gemstones, let me know. That show is hilarious. But the Rockies always do this to us. Joey says, Chris Bryant, real life, is better too. He's got the versatility, no bias, of course. I feel like there's a bias there, Joey, but okay, I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Uh, mock draft, uh, it looks like we got as many people as we're going to get, so we're going to roll this puppy out. Are y'all ready for this? Do you feel it? Are you stoked? Two L's, two Z's. You Give me two. Woohoo! Oh, Joey says, no! I have Tapia and Joe shares, Connor Joe. Hope that's not true. I have both in the Palazzo Podcast Invitational. No shit! Wow, dude, I'm sorry for you. No, 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 no. Yeah, nobody wants to lose out on a player in Coors who can... Coors. Whether it's Tapia, Connor Joe, Sam Hilliard. By the way, everyone's talking about Connor Joe, but Sam Hilliard's the guy I want. I've been drafting him whenever I can. And you want Sam Hilliard this year. He's 28. He's still got a lot of talent. He's going to get the playing time. He could put it all together this year. I'm feeling really good about it. I am. My gut's telling me it's going to be some good times ahead. And by the way, speaking of guts, uh, shout out to Roto Gut, Mr. Vlad Sedler, who knows all about this kind of stuff. He's always loved Sam Hilliard. He's had a soft spot for Hilliard for years. 
So he knows what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Let's do it. Okay, mock draft time. Charlie, what up? It's time to start this mock draft. It's a 12-teamer. We're going to do as many rounds as I feel like doing until I say it's enough. Uh, and then we'll move on. That's it. Does that make sense to all of you out there in the Palazzo world? Yes? Well, I got nobody to say anything back to me. So I assume you're saying yes. Yes, we agree, Mr. Govier. Let's do this. I used to be Mr. Govier, by the way. Uh, it was an interesting time. Five years of teaching, guys. If you've ever taught all my teacher friends out there, shout out to you all. By the way, I actually wanted to address this. I thought of it earlier before I did the show tonight. Ah, water, that's good. There's some people that really hate shout outs. And shout-outs can be really cheesy, and I understand that. In fact, growing up in the 90s on the radio, there used to be this local station where we would call up and ask for a shout-out. Hey, 96.3, you're on the air. Yeah, hey, I want to shout-out my friend Ricky and uh, Ray Ray. And... <laughs> you know, it's pretty lame, I guess. But the reason I do it is because we can add fun audio clips like this. It makes it a little more fun for me, production-wise. And we try to include everybody as much as we can in the show from the community. It's not just about this show we're doing. It's about all the people who are involved in fantasy baseball. From the Dingers pod to the CBS people. There's so many people across the spectrum that I want to incorporate into the show and include. That's what that is. So just want to make that clear. I understand shoutouts are lame to some people. So if anybody comes up to me and says, dude, you got to stop with the shoutouts. They're really lame, bro. I understand that, and I get it, but uh, I'm not going to sweat it, so. Okay, so let's start this mock draft. Here we go. Stand by in five, four. Oh, wait, Charlie needs a second. Okay, uh, Bill says, stop trying to figure out Colorado, a fool's errand. Oh, of course it is. It's a total fool's errand. I know that. I'm a fool. Coors. I'm a fool for Coors. I love the silver bullet. What can I tell you? Okay, game time. Here we go. Mock draft starting. Mark draft is starting. Here we go, guys. Settle in. Get ready. The draft is loading. And, okay. So, it's begun. Chapman's on the clock. Uh, that's, uh, what's his face? Oh, crap. I already forgot you. Is that Bill? Bill, are you uh, the first pick here? Let me uh, pull this up. I'll pull the stream up, too, so we can see this. Uh, stand by here. I'm trying to do five things at once. Produce this show, run a mock draft, talk and entertain you while we do the show. <laughs> oh, the first pick overall was... Wait a minute. Is, am I a moron here? How come it started over? Am I a fool? Let me know if something weird's happened in this mock draft and I'm a moron, okay? It's not Bill. Bill's the fourth pick. Thank you, Bill. So the countdown, the clock just counted down. Here we go. And okay, the pick is in. Trey Turner. Trey Turner and Otani went 1-2. Remember, this is standard Roto 5 by 5 Charlie's on the clock now, my guy from Oregon. Let's see what Charlie comes up with. Otani, number two overall. That's fascinating. Ooh. I think I took Trey Turner number one overall in the Plaza Podcast Invitational, which you guys can still sign up for. By the way, League Six is filling right now. Check out the link in the Twitter bio on the Plaza Podcast handle, 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah. Juan Soto goes two. after Jose Ramirez. 
Field of Schemes is now on the clock. That's a great name. I like that name a lot. I'm going to get this draft stream up. Hang on, guys. I know you want to see it. Stand by. It's all happening. It's all happening. Just trying to retweet stuff. I'm retweeting things right now and typing and talking to you live on the Plotso Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Anybody want to make fun of me or the picks that are coming in, please let me know. Because that's a good time. If you're not making fun of people in good faith, then you're not really having a great time as league mates. Right? Am I wrong about that? I don't think I am. By the way, I feel like a total failure and a loser because I haven't seen an ounce of March Madness. Uh, Deary's on the clock. We know Deary's not picking now, so that's a waste of time. Deary, you screwed us today. All right, Danny's on the clock. Danny Patrick, that is. Let's see what Danny goes with. We had... In a, oh, Patrick wants to know, in a points league, where does Turner go? Still top five. I think he's still top five. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to not get him in a top five. I know points leagues. Oh, I'm on the clock. Okay, great. Fernando Tatis just went with the eighth overall pick. By the way, remember this is standard five by five roto. I am going to take. Hmm. Ronald Acuna Jr. Done. Just did it. Ronald Acuna is now part of my squad. Team Govier in the house. Okay, let me get this stream so you guys can see it. Stand by. You guys are really good sports today. Not trying to be a a failure as a... What? I can't... Yeah, I want to share my screen. It's cool. Let's do it. The browser can't access your screen. Try capturing a different screen. Okay, so this is not my day, is it? This really is not my day because it won't let me share the screen. Okay, after, uh, oh, crap, I'm on the clock. I'm taking Corbin Burns, no doubt about it. Love me some Corbin Burns. This draft's moving along. We're humming along. I want to show you it, but the goddamn stream yard won't work. Why does God hate me today? Today. I don't understand, guys. I guess I'm just getting screwed here. I apologize. I cannot share a screen. This is absurd. It's the first time this ever happened to me. Of all the times I want to share the screen for the show in real time, this is the time, and I can't do it. Damn it! This is very disappointing. I admit that. Deary's on the clock, but we know he's not really on the clock because he's sleeping. He's so drunk right now. Deary is shit-faced. Deary's just blown out somewhere. It's March Madness and St. Paddy's Day. Okay, I give up. The browser just won't let me share, guys. I'm really sorry. What a bummer, man. Damn it. So I took Corbin Burns, and Kyle Tucker went after that. We're in round two, pick seven. Max Scherzer just went. Field of Schemes is on the clock now. And we've still got Walker Bueller on the board, Ozzy Albies, Brandon Woodruff. I love Woodruff this year. I love the Brewers overall this year. In fact, a good friend of mine, well, at least I hope he's a good friend, a great follow on Twitter, by the way, uh, Mr. Torres. Is a fantastic follow, and he posted that video with his kids today. Did you guys see this on Twitter? It was great. Uh, Torres takes on Twitter at Torres takes. Really, really funny. Really, really funny. And you guys got to check it out. He was doing a fantasy baseball school with his children. He talked about how last year he loved stacking the Blue Jays, but this year he's all about stacking the Brewers. And I agree with him. I love the Brewers this year. There's too many Brewers to love. There really is. 
All right, so after Scherzer, Albies went, Machado went, Charlie's picking. Charlie, who's part of our Discord, and a patron. You can be a Patreon member. Go to the Palazzo Podcast Twitter, 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah, give me two. You can sign up. Charlie goes with, uh, ooh, he goes with Brandon Woodruff. Excellent choice. Bueller goes after Woodruff. Now Chapman's on the clock. Chapman, 44. You got Starling Marte, Jordan Alvarez, Shane Bieber, Tim Anderson. I took Acuna and Burns so far. Now, Burns speaks for himself. He is permanently here as an elite pitcher. He's, it wasn't a fluke what happened in 2020. He got better, and last year he took it to another level. So we know that Burns is a stud, a Jacob deGrom-esque pitcher. He seriously is that good, right? Now, Charlie says, <laughs> first one of these, you will figure it out. Yeah, I wish I could stream this. I'm so frustrated why I can't stream it. Nobody likes me right now. I'm kind of despondent over this, to be honest with you. It ruins the show! How can you do a live stream mock draft if you can't see it? I mean, StreamYard, what are you doing to me? Why do you hate me? Why? Why? So sad, so sad. Why? 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 All right. Field of Schemes is on the clock. We had Alvarez, Bieber, Matt Olson, Xander Bogarts went... At this point, my third pick, I'm looking to go hitter. I got a elite starting pitcher. I'm fine with that. I'm going to go hitter or a closer, frankly. And I've really opened up, particular in drafting holds, where you're stuck with the same players you have for the entire season. I'm stuck with the, all the closers that I have on my team, and I can't change that. So in drafting holds, best balls, I'm a little more open to taking a closer sooner than later. You know what I mean? It means a lot to me. And if I'm not doing that, I feel like I am going to be setting myself up for failure later on. But if it's a fab league, I'm not jumping on elite closers like Hayter, Hendricks, Diaz right away. I'm not doing it because I know I can pick somebody up off the wire who will provide me with solid saves. That's the benefit of fab and having waiver wires. You get a second chance. If your draft is total shit, you can fix it. Okay, I'm on the clock. And, uh, oh, Teoscar Hernandez went. That really bums me out. I'm, uh, that's who I was looking at. Uh, I'm thinking maybe Trevor Story here. Remember, I've got Burns and Acuna. Uh, oh, this is tough. This is really tough. Yep, but I'm going to go with Trevor Story. Trevor, I don't care where he lands. Trevor Story is too valuable in too many categories for me to pass him up. And with the way my build is starting here, Acuna... Burns, Story. I like that a lot. I would have taken Teoscar Hernandez bar none if he had lasted, but he went a couple picks ahead of me, so I couldn't get Teoscar, who I really, really love this year. I'm on deck. Now I'm up. Uh, oh, oh, Sandy Alcantara. Well done, Jiggy. Took Alcantara, my main man. I, I'm a Alcantara truther. I was last year. I was two years ago. I'll be to the day I die. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Hater. In a radical move, I'm taking Josh Hader. He's so, so reliable with the ratios and the saves. It's a good team, like we said earlier. Milwaukee's a great squad. Matthew says, well, I've learned I don't like this draft site. Oh, really? Is it total garbage? What's going on, Matty? I've never done a Fantasy Pros mock draft. This is actually my first time ever, and it's pretty pretty friendly user interface-wise. I don't really see any problems. Do you guys see issues? Let me know in the live chat here. We're live, the Palazzo Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah, 
Give me two. We're talking fantasy baseball by actually drafting a mock draft. The first ever mock draft in Palazzo Podcast history right here. And I gave exclusive first access to our patrons, which you can become if you so choose. But, oh, man, what a day it's been. How's March Madness going? I feel like a total loser because I haven't watched any March Madness today. That is sacrilege to say to my 21-year-old self. I would never miss opening day of March Madness. But I've been so consumed and busy with trying to get shows ready. I did the movie podcast I do, Cinema 9 Pod. You guys like movies? Cinema 9 Podcast. We did the Iron Giant on today's show. Have you ever seen the Iron Giant? It's animated film. I'm not a huge animated film guy, but... It held up. It was pretty good. It was my first viewing. I, I got to say, I enjoyed it. Oh, so after I took Hader, Cedric Mullins, Buxton, Lindor, we're in round four, starting round five now. Remember, it's 12-team, 12-team, five-by-five. So some of the top closers have gone now with Hendricks and Hader gone. There goes Lance Lynn and Giolito, two White Sox back-to-back. Uh, anybody wants to comment on why they chose their picks, please do so in the live chat, and I'll share them. In real time, because that's what makes the show more interesting. We can learn why you're targeting and selecting certain players. Randy Rosarina goes to Charlie. Great pick. I love a Rosarina. Oh, he's so good. He's just going to keep blossoming and getting better. 25 home runs, 20 steals, I think 270 floor average. Really? It's going to get better. He's really talented. God, I love I love Rosarina. He might be one of my personal favorite players in baseball, regardless. Bill says, got the Dirty Dozen on in the background. The Dirty Dozen. Bill, I like your taste. I like your style, dude. That's very, very nice. Impressive. Matthew says, maybe because I'm on my phone, but it is lagging out with a 30-second clock, I missed my third-round pick. Yeah, well, that's not cool. I'm sorry, Matt. I, it could be trash on mobile, and I was not made aware of that, so I apologize. I'm on the clock now. Uh, I'm going to get radical here. I'm taking Monacy. Now, I'm not doing it just to be radical. I like what I'm hearing out of camp. They really want Monacy to play. He's changed a lot of his routines in the offseason. He's still only 26 years old. And I know we were all really, really turned off by what he did last year. And it feels like uh, he's just never going to be able to give you enough at-bats to justify the price. But I think that's going to change, guys. He's not going to be the same guy forever. We all growth. It's not linear. Our growth is not linear. Nobody's is. Oh, I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock. I just took a third baseman and a shortstop. I'm good there. Mm, 15 seconds. I don't like Kevin Gausman. You know what? I do like Javi Baez. I'm taking Javi Baez. That's not Tiger Baez. That is not Tiger Baez. I want to be clear on that. Oh, Tiger Baez. I was saying bias. <laughs> I've got Tiger Baez. Ha ha. I love Javi because he's got a contract to play for. He's he got a, a nice few years to work with, but there's the opt-out that's really, really early on in the contract. So he's going to play his ass off, and the Tigers are taking advantage of that. He'll probably play really well and opt-out again. I really believe this is a great place for him to play. He's always going to strike out. We know that. That's old hat. Old news, right? Matthew says, all good. Just having fun doing the mock. My man, Matthew. I love having you here. Thanks, everybody, for showing up and for participating in the mock. I really appreciate it. And if you like doing it, we'll do another one. We will. So, Chris Sale goes. Chris Sale news is devastating. It's only a rib injury, so it's not arm-related. That's positive. 
but it really bummed me out because I thought Sale was going to be back to full form this year, and he still will be, but we're going to lose out on some innings early on in the season. Uh, Cattell Marte goes, Jose Abreu, Rizal Iglesias, who could be the best closer in baseball this year? Jose Iglesias, Rizal Iglesias, not Jose. Jose Iglesias sucks! I want nothing to do with Jose. That's a fact. Yeah, I don't care what you think. Jose Iglesias is a mortal enemy of mine. He was trash on the Tigers, and he ruined it. all the excitement I ever had for him when he was a prospect. But Rizal Iglesias of the Angels is legit. And I think Rizal Iglesias will finish this year as a top three closer. I really do. I think it all comes together this year. And the Angels, they are lying in the weeds. With so much talent, ready to burst. Joe Madden's going to guide them. I think the Angels could be a playoff team this year. I really see that as a possibility, especially with the expanded playoff. I don't see why the Angels won't at least sneak in. And Rizal Iglesias is going to be a huge, huge part of that for sure. Charlie says, yay! Hey, Charlie, hey, yay! What if suddenly I could just share my screen and my life would be cool again? Wouldn't that be great? I just want things to be cool again so I can share the draft board here. This is... I feel like this is a complete waste on YouTube because you're not getting any visuals from me. I'm on the clock. Jorge Polanco just went. Logan Webb, Castillo, Freed all went. A run of pitchers there. I've only got Corbin Burns so far, and we're in the seventh round. So I'm going to take another starting pitcher who I love, and that's Joe Musgrove. He could be the ace of the San Diego Padres in 2022. I'm feeling very, very confident about you, Mr. Joe Musgrove. Hooray for me! That's a great combo. The fact that I've got some of the offensive firepower I've got already, and I've got two starters I love, and a closer who's the best in baseball. I'm loving this build. It's really working out nice for me right now. I feel very excited about that. Charlie says, should Zoom it sometime with the full room and a longer clock? We could do that, Charlie. We could definitely do that. I'm on the clock here. 20 seconds. Dylan sees Christian Yelich. Chris Bryant just went. I'm taking Brian Reynolds. I'm getting all my guys right now. I'm loving this. I wish this was a real draft because this is coming together really nicely for me. Brian Reynolds is a 300 batter. 20 home runs in the cards this year. If he can get steal five or more bases, that's a great little bonus. I want to pepper in steals wherever I can get them. I've got Mondesi and Acuna, so it's going to be a stolen base fest for me. I won't worry about that. Uh, Erdio21 says, love Musgrove there. Thanks, Erdio21. Have you subscribed to the YouTube channel? Because you look like a new YouTube handle I haven't seen, and I'm really good with remembering who's here and who's not and who's new and who isn't. So thank you, Erdio21. Subscribe to the YouTube. Two L's, two Z's. You're right here. It should be pretty easy. Should it not? All right, we're continuing forth in the draft. We are in round eight. Round eight right now, Manoa, Darvish, Morton, Montas. That's a, wow, big run of pitchers there. Cody Bellinger goes at pick 8-09. So late in the eighth round, Bellinger goes. Boy, I'm still confused on Bellinger. I'm not drafting him because I want to play it safe. But the guy's too talented for him to be a failure, a, a lost cause. And where he's going in drafts right now, it's not bad. You know, he's going at the end Around pick 100, I think. You know, anywhere from 100 to 115, you can get Bellinger. So, I think that's a good call to take a shot like that. Because the return, if he's back to full form, MVP, Cody Bellinger, that's good times for all of us. That's great times for all of us. 
All right, Cronenworth goes. I can't stand Drake Cronenworth. Not as a human being. I'm just not interested in Cronenworth on my squad. And I know Ryan Venancio, if Ryan's out there, he would be very disappointed to hear me say that. I think he loves Jake Cronenworth. Also, Ryan has a great show. It's called On Deck. He does it with Deegs, who's a great prospect guru. Check that out. On Deck. Love Ryan. Uh, Mitch Hanniger goes. Trevor Rogers, Carlos Rodon. Oh, I think that's a bit of a bump for him. I think Rodon's ADP is getting bumped up since he signed with the Giants. People love that. It's a great landing spot for him. I personally drafted Rodon in Glarf last weekend, the Great Lakes Area Roto Fantasy League. I took Rodon, and I loved it. Okay, I'm on the clock. I am on the clock. Hmm. So I like how my pitching is coming together. Uh... This is an interesting spot in the draft where I could go in a lot of different directions and I don't want to get locked into anything. So I'm taking Joey Votto. I don't have a first baseman yet. And Joey Votto, even though the Reds have been doing the fire sale, there's still talent there that I really, really like. I do. And they brought Jake Fraley in. Jake Fraley is going to be a great Cincinnati Red. I am so happy that he's a Cincinnati Red now. Fantastic park for him. And he's going to get to play Woo! With the DH now in the National League, Jake Fraley is an absolute must-have, I believe, on your fantasy squads. Okay, I'm back on it now at the turn. We're back on the other way. I only have one closer right now. I haven't taken a second closer yet. And uh, Framil Reyes, Jansen just went. That's a tough call here. I'm going to go with Yohan Mankata. Now... This mock draft we're doing, there's a corner infield spot, too. So I've got Mankata and Mondesi, which may seem redundant to some of you. Charlie wants to know, would you rather DJ than Khan? Cron. Uh, yeah, you mean Cron. Sorry. Here's the, there's the typo correct. Cron. Would I rather have DJ or Cron? I would rather have Cron. Yes. With Chris Bryant in that lineup now, Kron is going to have a fun season in 2022. It's going to be a party in Denver, baby. Coors. Woo! Bill says, if they're coughing up $22 million, I'll cough up a 10th round pick on Rodon. You damn straight you will, Bill. It's a great pick. Rodon's already has my heart. Rodon is such a beautiful man. That slider is gorgeous. And it's going to play really, really well out there in San Francisco. That team is good. They know how to maximize. They know how to squeeze out every last drop from every player. The Giants. That's what they do best right now. And Farhan Zaidi is an incredible GM and a leader of a front office that I am envious of here in Detroit. I can only wish that I had a guy like him in the front office for the Tigers. We'll have to settle for Chris Illich's puppet master. Uh, really, real bummer. Sorry, I'm going to get upset here. I start thinking about the Tigers front office, and uh, it's not fun for me because Al Avila, while he's a nice man, he is not somebody who has his own agency to do as he pleases. And Chris Illich is a total scumbag, a tight ass who was given paradise, a Detroit baseball club in Major League Baseball. He was given that, and he treats it like it's a rag doll. Or it's a burden for him, for Christ's sakes. It's a fucking slap in the face to all of us. All of us. And Chris Illich, you are an embarrassment as an owner. You're not part of the community in any way whatsoever. You are a lie as a human being. And I wish nothing 
but the worst for you, dude, because you bum everybody out that you come into contact with. Unless, of course, you're giving them money, which would seem very unlikely because you're extremely uptight and cheap. <sighs> Sorry about that. This right here is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado. Yeah, I need a silver bullet right now. Can you tell? Go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. <laughs> That's right, Ed. Uh, ready? Well, so CJ Cron just went. Pablo Lopez. We are in round 11. Round 11 of the mock draft. Willie Adamas goes. Will Smith just went. I love Will Smith as a closer. I think Will Smith makes a perfect second closer. I would even possibly make him my one. I, I'm not afraid to do that. I think Will Smith, his performance speaks for himself. Charlie says Cronenworth, FFS. Bill says we still beat Ohio State this year, so. <laughs> That's right, Bill. Go blue. Woohoo! Michigan won today. I didn't get to see the game, but. My fellow pals at the University of Michigan are victor victorious today. I'm on the clock after Josh Bell and Gallegos. Gallegos is slipping a tad, but the uh, bad news on Alex Reyes should boost Gallegos up in drafts even further. Bums me out, but hey, that's life, right? That's life. Ooh, this is tough. This is tough. Ten seconds. I can't do that. Okay, I just did something I'll regret, but I took Alex Verdugo. I hate it. I don't like it. And I instantly regret it as soon as I click draft. Verdugo's back problems are a big concern for me. I can't trust him to be healthy. I can't trust him to be out there. I just can't trust him. There's no way I can trust that dude. But I can trust this guy, Glaber Torres. Come on down. Bingo. Yes, I got Glaber. Uh, oh, Charlie wants to know, DJ or Cronenworth? Which would you rather have? I would rather have DJ than Cronenworth. I like how you put me to the task there, Charlie. I respect you and I commend you for coming at me. Come direct. Tell it like it is. I'd take DJ over Cronenworth, but i take Cron over DJ LeMahieu. Just so you understand the absurd nature of my thought process. I want to get that on the record. Woo! Okay, we're humming along here in round 12. Clayton Kershaw goes. He's got a $17 million deal that is laden with incentives. Is he healthy? Is he going to be fine? Is he clear? Is it all good? I don't want to take the risk. There's too many starting pitchers that I can rely on beyond Kershaw for me to try to take that risk and bog me down. If he was lower, if he wasn't going as early, and I use the term early very loosely, then uh, it would be a different story. But it's all about where can I get a guy What's the opportunity cost? What am I missing out on with other players, right? This is roster construction 101. It's basic. I like you, but am I reaching for you because of an emotive reason, because of a personal bias that has nothing to do with concrete information that can support my fantasy squad? That's the eternal question. Is it not, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, all right, uh, we're continuing on with the comments here on the live stream. Bill says, wait till he hits leadoff in Boston. Verdugo? Yeah, the, the reason I don't like Verdugo is because of that back. If he can't, if that back isn't good, and a back problem is just a bummer. We've seen it before with other players. They constantly flare up. and You can't avoid your back. Your back is connected to everything. And I love Verdugo. I was a huge Verdugo truther coming into 2020. But 2021 really bummed me out. And hitting leadoff in the Boston lineup, that's a great place to be for any player. 
but I don't feel good about having him. I think Charlie's asking why in relation to DJ over Cronenworth. Well, Cronenworth and the Padres, they're going to have to show me how their lineups play out and how often Cronenworth gets to play because I also prefer the stadium. I prefer Yankee Stadium over Petco. So DJ LeMahieu over Cronenworth makes sense to me because he has one more positional eligibility, which is good news. And he'll hit for a better average. DJ Mayhew will be healthy this year. He wasn't healthy last year. So I'm expecting a return to the 2019 form that saw him be a borderline MVP candidate. And I know you never want to chase the best version of a player, but I don't think I'm doing that with DJ LeMahieu. He was bad last year because of injury. So if he's healthy, his track record shows me clearly that he is a special player. And the Yankees lineup should be very good this year. Of course, the Yankees always seem to let you down these days. They don't quite live up to the hype. So I don't know. Maybe that's wishful thinking. But I don't really have wishful thoughts when it comes to the Yankees. I'm not a fan. I could give a shit. Right? All right, we're in round 13 now. Ian Anderson just went. Zach Gallen went. I love Ian Anderson this year, by the way. That's a great pick. I'm on the clock. I am on the clock. What will I do? What will Mike Govier do? Hmm. You know, I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm taking Michael Kopech. Kopech is a guy. Is it Kopech or Kopech? I'll have to consult the draft pronunciation guide that I got last year. But whatever role Michael Kopech is playing this year, I think I want to be in on it. I don't care if it's reliever, starter. He's really starting to get past all the issues and challenges he had a couple of years ago with his mental health and other things related to his physical well-being. I'm on the clock again. Chapman just went. That's a great call. Chapman is going to thrive in Toronto. I am so happy he landed in a spot like that. That makes me so happy. It really does. I'm going to take a man who's left all by his lonesome. Ramon Laureano. That's who I'm taking. There's nobody left in Oakland. It's a barren wasteland, is it not? But he's a talented player, a five-cat guy, borderline. And I want to be in bed with you. Ramon Laureano, I love you. I do. I love you. And I don't care if there's nobody to play with you in Oakland. You still get to have a good time and score points for me in many, 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 many ways. That's why Ramon Laureano's... I know he's suspended. The suspension, I have to double-check... But I think it's going to be good times. I think the season will party on. And Ramon Laureano is going to be a bright spot. He's going to get to play every day. And he's still coming into his prime. So I just think the reason his ADP is so low is because of the suspension. But I can get by with other players that could fill that role and that void temporarily. Right? You know what I mean? I'm talking so much that uh, I want to make sure that what I'm saying makes sense. Because we're live on the Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah, woohoo! Give me two. Hook up with me and connect with everybody who's in the current mock draft that we're doing, which I wish I could be showing to you, but I've got a stupid, stupid StreamYard problem that won't let me share it with you guys. So that's a bummer. Uh, I know Loriano will be back because it was an 80-game suspension. I don't think he'll be back till end of May, which is not great. I can see why people don't want him on the squad. But I'll still take him where I can get him because it's going to be great. So that's fine by me. It's a small price to pay. He'll be healthy and there'll be plate appearances. And that's it. That's what I want to know. 
Bill says, our growth isn't linear. You're damn right, Bill. Charlie says, good answers. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate that. If you want more good answers, you can hit up our Discord, which you can find by going to the Plaza Podcast Twitter handle, 2Ls, 2Zs, and make sure you get in there. You can find everything you need. Patreon, Discord. We got really great bonus channels with player analysis. First-year player draft questions if you're big into Dynasty. We're doing DFS. Uh, Russell, my guy Russell. Shout out to Russell. He's got an Adu Neo, Adu Neo page set up, or channel, not page. What's the difference between a channel and a page online anyways? Hmm. Channel's more interactive, I guess. Hmm. Nobody cares, Mike. Why am I asking myself this? I have no idea. Because I'm trying to host a show all by myself the best I can. All right. So in the mock, we're in round 15 now. Trey Mancini just went. Hunter Renfro, Ian Happ, Anthony Rizzo, who's back in Yankee Stadium. Who's happy about that? I'm on the clock. Hmm. Boy, there's a lot of fun players right now. I'm taking David Bednar. And you know the closer, and I think he's a reliable guy in the back of the pen for the Pirates. Somebody that I'm, I wasn't a big fan of in the past, but there wasn't a lot to go on before. He's actually older than you think he is for a guy who has a lesser-known name. David Bednar will be a quality closer. Of course, until he gets traded at the deadline. But, you know, ride that train for as long as he can. You know what I mean? <laughs> Charlie says, support the good guys. Join the Palazzo Patreon. Oh, my gosh. You trying to make me cry? Trying to make me jizz in my pants? Good Lord. I'm not going to do that, by the way. It's very graphic what I just said. If anybody's listening with their kids right now, my bad. Uh, all right. So I want a guy with a power bat, and that's Jorge Soler. So I want to make sure I can get that power in the lineup, and Jorge Soler is that power bat. Gosh. How about that World Series? How about that playoff run? It was legendary. Charlie says, whoa. Yeah, that's right, Charlie. I'm that excited. <laughs> Oh, man. That's funny. Hmm. So we had Solergo. That was my choice. And if you want a review of my squad, I can tell you that right now. Stand by and I'll break it down for you because I want to be helpful to you guys. And I've got Joey Votto at first, Javi Baez at second, Trevor Story, Eldoberto Mondesi, Yoan Mancada, Gliber Torres, Ronald Acuna, Brian Reynolds of Pittsburgh, Alex Verdugo, Jorge Soler, Ramon Laureano, Corbin Burns, Joe Musgrove, Josh Hader, Michael Kopech, David Bednar. I love this team. This team's fantastic. I am loving this. Woo. I really wish this was a real squad right now because I would roll out with this squad. There are some risks. You know, Joey Votto's older, but as I've said on the show many, many times, he's changed his game for the better to reflect how the game is played today. Power, power, power. Javi Baez strikes out a ton, but he's on a really good squad. Yes, my Tigers are good this year. It's going to be fun. Go Tigers. Can't wait to see the Tigers play. Trevor Story, I don't care where he lands. He's still talented. Adalberto Montesi, he's not done. There's much more in the tank here. He's going to be healthier too. It's not that you don't think he's talented. It's you're worried about the health. I think the Royals motivated him by having those public comments last year, if you recall, from their GM, Dayton Moore. Saying that he didn't know if uh, Montesi was an everyday guy. I think Montesi took that personally. It's time to get back on the Montesi wagon. Please come join me. That includes Yohan Mankata, who's my third baseman. I love Mankata. The guy's so talented. As Zach 
Hayes. Zach Hayes. I was on Shaggin' Flies. Anybody listen to Shaggin' Flies? It's part of the Pitcher List Podcast Network. Ben Palmer and Zach Hayes host it. I was on their show the other day. The new episode will probably be out soon. But man, it was great. And Zach reminded me that even though Mankata was a bummer last year and everybody seems to be kind of dismissive of him at this point, he's still at a 120 WRC+. It's nothing to sneeze at for a guy who had a down year. Am I right? Am I right? I mean, come on. So I'm not going to bail on Mankata yet. I'm going to have to see his career go in the crapper before I buy that. Bill says, in later rounds of keeper startup draft, 12 teams 5x5 five five with OBP. Keepers kept at plus two round cost. So he took Julio Rodriguez in round 14. How should I feel about this? Never done keepers before. It's a great question, Bill. That's a very, very thought out question. Specific too, and I like that. What the fuck? Why am I getting fucked here? I, you know what? Matthew Z, I feel your pain. I wasn't on the clock, and then all of a sudden I was on the clock, and it just clocked me out. That's bogus. That's not cool. Oh, geez. Yes, I have a solid, solid internet connection. In fact, it's very, very important to me because I do podcasting and streaming so much that I always am plugged in, and my internet connection should be rock solid. So why did that happen? Matthew Z, you might have been onto something, dude. I feel your pain. Okay, and I'm back on the clock again. This time I have my actual time. Hmm. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to go pitcher here. I need another starting arm that I can feel good about. And I'm going to go with Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks. We all know about the changeup. We all know about some of the blow-up starts he has, it's not always perfect with Mr. Hendricks, but damn. I just think the experience, the know-how, and the team. The Cubs are going to be back in business this year. They're making a lot of sneaky, fantastic moves. And Kyle Hendricks is 32 years old. Last year, he had a 4.77 ERA. It's a total outlier from the rest of his career. A career three point. Three, six, ERA. Why would you not want to have that in your life? Tell me that now. That's why I just chose Kyle Hendricks. But as far as Bill's question here, Julio Rodriguez is a great keeper because he's going to be an incredible bat. And if it's Dynasty, like you say, it's a keeper league, you don't want to lose him. So I think it's very, very smart for you to keep him. And especially in OBP, he's going to be on base a lot. He's got good eye. He's a elite hit tool player. Julio Rodriguez is a player that everybody should want to keep. So, Bill, I think you've done a fine job there, especially with getting him in the 14th round. That's a great value for you. Good job. Keep it up. And if you got any more questions, you can drop them in here. Uh, we're going to do a couple more picks here, and I think we're going to call it. Is that okay with you guys? Because I've been wholly disappointed that I can't share the screen with anybody. It's a mock draft that's happening that's not happening in a way, and it bums me out. So we'll do a couple more picks, and then that'll be it. Because I'm not trying to get down. But in terms of this being an evergreen thing that people can go back to and watch after the fact, it's just not going to be the same because you can't see the damn mock draft board because I can't share my screen on StreamYard 
for some inane, ridiculous reason, which has never, ever happened to me in my entire life doing this. I've been doing podcasting on StreamYard for two years. This has never happened to me. Ah, God, I'm so angry. Because you are absolutely 100% right in everything that you're saying. Yeah, I know I'm right, okay? I'm pissed about it, too. It's... I appreciate that everybody's here in the live stream and doing the mock draft. I really am grateful for that. But I'm just disappointed we couldn't make it happen for everybody else who gets to watch this later and who is not involved in the mock draft. It's just about production. It's about doing a good show. It's about giving you all the content in a quality way, in a timely manner, with a a razor-sharp edge around it. A touch of class. (laughs) Because you are absolutely 100% right. Okay, I already know I was right. Thank you. Sometimes I get like I'm angry when I'm excited, okay? Yeah, that's true. That does happen to me. Anybody else feel like that? Okay, I'm on the clock all of a sudden again. Didn't tell me, and uh, I don't know if I love this mock. I'm frozen. I can't believe I'm frozen. I've never been frozen like this. Very weird. I'm going to take Casey Mize. Now you might say that's bias. Go Tigers. But Casey Mize is still growing. Again, I'm looking at players who are working on their current game in a pattern of growth. And Casey Mize, everybody says these days that... Pitchers who rely on a splitter are unreliable. I think Nick Pollock is famous for making that claim. Frankie Montas was lumped into that group. Frankie's an incredible pitcher. And Casey Mice has such a pitch mix that he can offer. The splitter has to be working. I agree with that. But there's too much that he can offer, man. So I love it. I want to have him everywhere. Give it to me. Give me. How about this? Cal Quantrill. If there's a Guardians pitcher... Got my name on it, except Shane Bieber. Not feeling Shane Bieber. But I really expect a quality bounce back for several of the Cleveland starters. And Cal Quantrill is not bouncing back from anything. He's only getting better. God, he's really special. His father was a pitcher. He's a pitcher. And he's in Cleveland. They harness starting pitching as well as anybody. He's 27 years old. The best is yet to come. Last year, he had a 289 ERA. 289. And I know there might be some luck involved with the fit being 407. So you might take a look and say, I don't know if he could repeat that again. But his left on base percentage is 80% last year. I mean, that's good, but I don't see that regressing too, too much. But if it does, you could talk me out of Cal Quantrill and be like, dude, you are uh, making a mistake there drafting Cal Quantrill. You should not want to have him on your squad. But he's a guy I've been targeting in every draft, and I'll take the risk on it because it's also not that risky. His home run to fly ball rate went down last year. There's just a lot of positive signs of growth that are supported by data that I like. So that's just me. That's how I see it. What can I tell you? Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's see. Anybody else? You got some comments. Bill says, how many games do you predict Gary Sanchez plays at DH this year? Uh, That's a great question. I think you're looking at Gary Sanchez, again, a player that I loved so much. I love you, Gary. I spent a lot of time with Gary Sanchez in my fantasy teams. I thought that he was a cheat code at catcher for the power. But it's finally over. The love affair is gone. My Gary Sanchez love affair has died, and it's very sad. Yeah, I know. You should be you should be surprised. I'm I just can't trust him anymore. The Yankees give up on him, and now he goes to Target Field, which, you know, it's not a hitter's park, per se. 
And I expect that they want Ryan Jeffers to get involved too. I know they traded for Sanchez in the big Kiner Falefa Donaldson deal, but Ryan Jeffers is going to play a lot of catcher too. So I expect Gary to do a lot of DHing, Bill. That's my answer to this question. Gary Sanchez will spend a lot of time at DH this season. Charlie says, let's try another draft. P. Gonsolin. Uh, <laughs> bah, two keyboards and a lag on the draft software. Bumming. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's tragedy. Uh, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Charlie, I'm gonna make oh, I'm on the clock all of a sudden, but there's one second left. Fuck this. It's over. Okay, I I quit. I'm done. I'm done. This is trash. It was a good exercise, though. It's just a fucking mock draft, and we tried to do the best we could. So I am giving up on this mock. I'm leaving it now. I'm closing it out. Everything that I wanted to do tonight, I was not quite able to do. But I do appreciate all of you that came by and supported me in this. The show should have been much better than it was. I couldn't show you the mock draft board. Deary wasn't here at the last second. But I'm not, you know, I'm not going to wallow in it. It's just this shit happens. And I'm just trying to power through it. Charlie's laughing. <laughs> Very funny, yes. We still love you, says Charlie in all caps. Well, I love you too, man, of course. Thank you so much. Thank you. But that's it. The show's over. Yeah, I know. It didn't go quite according to plan, but I hope you got a little bit of feedback out of that. I was doing so many things here at once that I, I didn't get into all the concrete details I wanted to with each player in terms of why I like them statistically. So I apologize. If you're watching this on YouTube and you caught this after the fact as a replay, I'm sorry. It just wasn't great. I'm not looking for pity either. It just didn't quite go the way I wanted it to go. But that's fucking life, right? Life goes on. And I accept that. Matthew says, even with the few timeouts, I feel pretty good about how Field of Schemes turned out. Fabulous. I'm happy for you, Matthew. I really liked my team, too, until I got timed out there at the end. Bill says, the sun is still going to rise tomorrow. You're damn right it is, Bill. You're damn right. So that's it. That's the show for now. We will be back with more episodes. Of course, the Prospect Show is every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. That's a half-hour Prospects Power Half Hour with Phil Goyette who loves and knows prospects. And then me and Deary will be doing more shows next week. We're going to crank it up even further here. If you want to catch us in the meantime, be on the show, the Discord, the Patreon, Twitter handle, two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. I'll uh, drop the Discord in the live chat one more time. But that's pretty much how it goes. That's, that's how we do it here. And there's going to be a lot to cover. Because spring training is going to gear up now. And we're going to start seeing some real tangible results that we can make decisions off of. Of course, not too many decisions. We don't want to be rash. We don't want to take too much and assume too much from spring training, right? It's important that we are cautious. But just like Shohei Otani last year, who really took off in spring, there's going to be some guys that do that. Some of them are going to be faux. It's going to be fool's gold. Others are going to be legit. And we're going to be really excited about it. And if you could decipher between the two, that's how you win money. That's how it all happens. And before I leave for Vegas next week, we'll do a couple more shows because I got so much more I want to talk about. We were supposed to do a shine and ride the pine today. And we had some other guys that we wanted to discuss why we would stay away and choose others in their place. That's also coming soon. Thank you, everyone. Very grateful for this. I know that life goes on and it's all going to be good. As we continue forth into March, springs in a couple days. Hope you had a great St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy March Madness. Until then, this is Michael Govier for the botched 
Bozo mock draft that didn't quite go according to plan. Thank you guys all for being great sports. I do appreciate it. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side.